back in Superflex City, back at the commissioner's office, back with the one and only Dynasty Outhouse, Russ Fisher, as we roll on through our league startup series, I guess. Uh, is that, is that, I, I mean, that's essentially what we've been doing, Russ. I mean, we've been kind of getting into some higher level thinking a little bit when it comes to this stuff, but the original goal was simply how to you know how to how to form your league how to how to put together the bylaws how to you know what what settings work best and again i mean this is something that we pointed out last week just feel like uh, probably need to kind of hammer on this <laughs> this isn't like the be all end all by any means we're not telling you this is how you have to run your league do what you want to do uh, but uh, this is the the constant pursuit of the sweet spot here on the commissioner's office. Oh yeah, it's funny. I actually had someone DM me tell me if they've been listening to the sweet spot episodes. Nice, <laughs> right? Maybe I, I feel like that. yeah. By the by the end by the last episode, we will figure out what we actually want this show to be and what to call it. I think that's really the goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, I kind of like the fact that it just kind of changes every week. We're just kind of like, all right. So, what are we calling this again? What are we nah, doing whatever. here? What What are we doing here today? We're what we're doing is kind of a continuation of uh, of what we did last time. Um, I mean, simply put, we just kind of ran out of time. <laughs> uh, we had some stuff that we wanted to get to that you know kind of fit with what we were doing. We talked a lot last time about lineups, um, lineup sizes. And, uh, you know, before that, all of this stuff, I think that you can really just go back and, and just kind of binge and, and in all honesty, you don't even have to go in order. I think like all of this stuff just kind of works together, but we're trying to put it in what would seem like a cohesive order, but you yeah. don't have to do any of this in order is really what it comes down to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think that first episode that we did, I think, I do think that that's where you start. Um, but after that, I mean, we're just kind of talking league settings and we've talked about, you know, roster sizes. We've talked about things like positional limits and, and, you know, last time we talked kind of about, um, like I said, you know, the size of the lineup, the requirements of the lineup, um, got a little bit into one quarterback versus super flex. Uh, the one thing that we didn't get to really touch on a whole lot that I wanted to get your thoughts on. And again, we're not going to have a ton of time to spend on this, but um, I, I, I this kind of came up at the end of the season for a lot of people in a lot of leagues. And I've just kind of been curious of your thoughts ever since. Requiring a full lineup and, you know, where this really kind of comes into play is when you have those positions um, that none of us use anymore, you know, DST, kicker. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, if you still have those, like those are positions or, you know, quarterback in the Scott fishbowl, but like those are positions that can pretty easily get you negative scores. And so we talked about this at the end of last episode, and that's why we had to leave IR and taxi squad off. Uh, yeah, we got to it very briefly. I think, um, okay. I, I know that we, uh, we wanted to pick it back up, but okay. Um, it was basically, I mean, I, like that's kind of the question is, so, you know, let just hypothetically you're going in, you know, you're, you're, you're going into the Monday night game. Um, you know, your opponent is, is done. You're up by, 
you know, call a point or two. And all you have left is a position that could potentially get you a negative score. As a commissioner, are, are, are you allowing like the ability to pull that, that potential negative score and just secure the win? Or do you require a full lineup all the way through? Um, I think you should have to have something there. Yes. Because I don't know if you can – in MFL, you know, my fantasy league the, the where, where I play Dynasty, the only time I've ever started less than the required amount yeah. is when – if you set your starting lineup and you make some trades. I think we talked about this last time where <laughs> I traded away like three guys and then forgot to set my lineup again. So I only started like eight, seven people at, mm. and lost me the toilet bowl because of it. So, I mean, I, that's the only way I could think of where you can – not start the right amount because if you just uncheck someone and hit submit, you get an error message where it says you're required you to start 10. Right. You're only starting nine. So yeah. if it's my league and oh, screw it, let's say it's, I don't, let's say it's me and I'm up by two points and yeah, I could have a guy that's going to fumble the ball. I'm up by 1.9. Let's say I, I have a running back that has the ability to just fumble the ball and they get benched. A la, what was it like? Uh, Kenyon Drake, it happened to Rojo, it John Ross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but if it's PPR, that, that, that wouldn't matter that much. Uh, but yes, I'm completely fine if, let's say, we were talking about Rojo and I had, uh, I don't know, like some fourth string running back. Like, I know Agumbo Wally's not on the team anymore, but he's like the only other guy I could think of. I don't know who's behind Rojo with Fournette. Vaughn, because Vaughn might touch the ball and he does drop the ball. But, like, say there is a fourth guy, you know, and you have him on your team for some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go put that guy in. Like, as long as you're putting an active player in, that's really what we want, right? That's what we're requiring our teams to do. It's not tanking because you're not trying to lose. It's not breaking any rules by starting less people. So, I... There shouldn't be a reason to not be able to do that. So you're you're fine with it as long as every starting spot is filled. And and I'm not totally clear on this. I I can't remember if there's an actual setting on MFL that you know where you can set a lineup that doesn't have you know a full roster or a full lineup. Because like you said, I mean, I know you can set all my lineups, but I don't know if you can start because. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know yeah. either because if that is a setting, I have, I, I you know, <laughs> I haven't it, seen it. Yeah. yeah. It, well, if it, it's not checked off for me, like, so you yeah. have to start the right amount of people in my leagues. I don't, again, don't know if that's a setting because I, at this point, I just duplicate leagues and uh, keep the settings the same most of the time. So maybe that is a setting. Yeah. But that I, that, that I'm not feeling like I want, 10 players to start, you know, in the trade addicts leagues. And Hey man, if that fifth string running back happens to come in and drop the ball, that's super on you. Like you're still taking somewhat of a risk. Even if you're throwing like the backup quarterback, like imagine you're up by like 0.2 and you put the backup quarterback in, then he's the guy that comes in to kneel the ball and you lose. Like (laughs) that, that's just kind of awesome. So like, (laughs) yeah, I, I, okay. I'm sticking by my answer. As long as you're starting 10 players, that's fine. I, I, and since yeah. other games have played already at that point, you could only start someone in these two games. So I'm fine pulling, you know, Keyshawn Vaughn out to put in the guy behind him. 
but I'm not cool with starting nobody. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes that variance can make things fun. That's, I mean, to me, that's why I, I require, you know, a, a full valid lineup um, at all times. So um, just, I mean, I guess the easy answer here is like, this is, this is yet another reason why we don't really use defenses and kickers anymore uh, is just because like, you know, there is that, like that volatility, that variable that can get thrown in and, and mess everything up. Um, and, you know, there's also just, there's very little difference between them. The scoring isn't very high. In Dynasty, like, there's such turnover in kickers, and the defense is never going to really be the same from year to year anyway, which yeah. is why it, you can convince me to use kickers and defense in redraft, but mm-hmm. defense to me, it just it doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've got one Dynasty left that still uses DSTs, um, none that use kickers, and uh, I, I mean, we're pushing to get rid of the DSTs in that one Dynasty League for that reason, but... Um, I mean that's that's just that's just one other one other problem with them is the fact that they do kind of create that that volatility that people you know are just going to be tempted to exploit. So um, yeah, uh, just just kind of checking off items off of our to do list here. Mm-hmm. But you know, I felt like that that kind of came up for a lot of people, and uh, like I said, I feel I felt like that needed a, a little bit of time, but. Uh, let's let's go further down the roster. I mean, last time we kind of we talked about the lineup itself. Uh, we've talked a fair amount about like the the size of the roster, mm-hmm. and I think that we've kind of determined that this the again back to the sweet spot. I think yeah. it's somewhere in the neighborhood of of probably twenty eight players on a dynasty roster. Um, you go a little heavier than that because it drives trading. I go a little lighter than that because it makes waivers more, it, you know, more fruitful, uh, you know, and, and it, it, it just kind of leads me to believe that again, like somewhere in the middle there is that, that happy medium. Uh, yeah. So, but as far as the rest of the roster goes and, you know, this can kind of, honestly, this can dictate, you know this this can this can kind of change the the framework of your entire uh, of your entire roster um but some of those auxiliary spots on your roster the the taxi squad and the IR yep so and actually let's start with IR okay um i'm i'm just curious i mean just just straight up flat out like how many players do you feel like uh, can go on IR. It all like do we know if they are continuing this three week thing going oh forward? Because God, that I hope not. Ruins everything. Yes. But we're going to pretend like we're back to the eight weeks where only two guys can return a year because that's yeah, that's how that's where that's how we set all of our rules. That's that's what we had in mind when setting all of these. If we're back into a normal world where that's the case, I honestly am fine with unlimited IR because. Nothing is worse than having to give up roster spots because you you run out of IR spots. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just crappy. And I get it that there are going to be people that will take advantage of that, like pick a guy up onto his active roster, drop him right to the IR. Um, that's something you have to police as a player or a commissioner, which is why I don't care about it because I'll never 
commit, you know, I'll never police something like that. But the trade addicts leagues have, I want to say four IR spots. Um, I did it. To, I, I moved it to unlimited this year because of, you know, COVID and all that, but I'm, not, I'm definitely not, I'm not going any lower than four. Let me put that out there. And honestly, maybe I, I might even just putting it up to be a vote to like saying unlimited because I don't understand. I, I guess I just don't care about stashing because that's that's part of the game to me. Mm-hmm. And IR players have trade value to them. I mean, that's kind of part of what it is. Like, imagine having... Because, like, how pissed off were you, Kenny Galladay? I yeah. think we talked about this last episode. Where and Joe Nixon. Yeah, like, they missed, like, the entire season but never actually got put onto IR. Right. Like, imagine that, but, like, with a guy on IR, it's even more well, – I guess it's not more frustrating, but, like, for a, from a roster spot standpoint, like, that's what it's like. Like, you have this guy you can't do anything with. And since they weren't on the IR in my league, you can't move them to the IR. And so it's kind of like this sort of similar thing where, like, you just – you have to suffer a roster spot because of this. And, and mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. Especially because, again, in my leagues, waiver wires are pretty bare, barren, bare, same thing, right? Um, <laughs> so that dude you pick up, chances are, I mean, it's going to be a cool stash until maybe you could sell him for a fourth. So is it really the worst thing that you're stashing these guys? Eh. So, right. which is why, like, I, know, I, I think I'm leaning towards being fine with unlimited IR or making it like eight or 10, like something where most people won't reach that limit, but it'll stop that one dude. That's going to be like, I'm taking everybody with an I next to his name. Yeah. yeah how do you well, feel? About that? Well, and, and so I think that you and I kind of have profiles at this point, <laughs> which <laughs> it, it, I mean, we, we talk about this every week, but you know, you're every, all of your settings, you know, they're trade addicts leaks. Like that's, that's kind of the, the, you know, the primarily what you're doing as a commissioner. I know that you've got a, a bunch of other leagues that you commission, but like trade addicts are kind of the, the big one, like that's your baby. Yeah. And they're, they're meant to live up to their name. You know, it's meant to be heavy on the trade activity. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I think that unlimited IR just kind of goes right along with, you know, a, a, a larger roster and mm-hmm. the idea that there's not like you said, you know, you're, you're, there's not going to be a lot on waivers. It's meant to be trade heavy. That's the way that you're trying to, you know, to, to drive people towards, you know, improving their roster. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I think that those two go together. I think that, you know, in, in one of my leagues where, you know, I'm, I'm going with a, a you know, a smaller roster, because I want more on waivers, mm-hmm. the idea there would be, I mean, I think that you also don't want as, as many IR spots because yeah, the idea is like, you're, you're kind of making decisions every single week of like, who's, who's going to be on your roster, you know? Okay. But um, well, okay, so I'm completely hijacking this because this sort of plays into this. Yeah. Who do you allow on your IR? Do oh, they man. have to be on the NFL yes. IR? Do you have to, I mean, some, they allow suspended players if you're just out. Yeah. Like, so I'm completely hijacking this because I know (laughs) in the end it's going to tie back in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were going to get to that anyways. So yeah, if it all just kind of folds in together, then hell yeah, let's do it. Giddy up. Like, I'm going to say it nice and simple because again, I'm 
this is me hijacking, so I'm just going to keep talking. Um, <laughs> it, on the in the NFL on the IR to be put on my IR response, that and that's it. Um, this right. year again, COVID holdouts were allowed on, but that's yeah. not. Hopefully, you won't be having <laughs> going forward. Um, so yeah, IR on IR, otherwise, ro- yeah. roster spot. I mean, if they're just if they're just like because if they're just out for the week, I mean, you've got plenty of bench space for these for these players to, you know, to, to be able to, for managers to be able to stash those bench players. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, in those, in the, the cases of those smaller roster size leagues, I think that you probably need to extend that mm-hmm. um, to players who are definitely players who are out. Um, and man, I'll be honest, like even we don't see the doubtful, yeah, uh, it's not pretty often anymore. But yeah, if they're doubtful, they're usually out at this point. So even then, yeah. I think you have to extend that to the doubtful. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, I mean, I th- I think that either way, it kind of depends on you know the size of your rosters. Yeah. Um, at least you know that's that's the way that that that's that's kind of the 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 synergy approach. That's the ergonomic version. Yeah. Of it. yeah obviously, you can do you know a roster a roster with you know, 22 players and then make it freaking unlimited IR. (laughs) You know, you can, you can mix and match however you want, but the way that it makes kind of the most sense is to keep moving towards, you know, which, whatever kind of your target was for that league, the way you want the activity to flow through that league. And also you have to add in, if you are allowing suspended, doubtful and outs, Mm -hmm. you can, I mean, doubtful is a little tough, but like, out, I feel like you could have like with Galladay and with Mixon, that that O tag didn't always le- didn't leave, and if it did, it was for a day. So what that can do is not necessarily spur inter GM activity, but you're forcing your GMs to look at their team because assuming you play in a league where you can't set a lineup if you have an IR violation, they're going to need to do something. Like they can't just leave. You know, Kenny Galladay gets the O, so you can drop him on the IR spot. Oh, man, it's Thursday, and he's listed, you know, he lost the tag, uh, the injury tag. Oh, Mm -hmm. crap. All right, well, I have to move him back to the – do I have someone else I can move down? No, crap. That means I have to drop drop someone. Like, it it makes you make decisions. It makes you have to move players around, and maybe that does spur a waiver move. Maybe that does spur a trade. So – if that's some again another way to you can't manufacture activity it, it's just the truth but you can sort of trick people into it <laughs> and, and i think that's kind of one of the ways to do it is if you do allow outs or doubtfuls or any of that and you make it so you can't set a a lineup if you have an ir violation you are forcing people to churn rosters between active roster and inactive roster which to be technical, IR and Taxi Squad are inactive rosters because you can never start those guys. Um, so, like mm-hmm. that—that's that, a good way that if you wanted to do that and you wanted to make sure you have people looking at their teams more than once a week. Like, I feel like in a dynasty league, you don't want people just showing up Sunday mornings or just Thursday and setting their lineups for the week or just Thursday and Sunday. You know, you want to get them to look at their every two, three days. You know, just to get in, get a little active, look at their teams. So if that is a good way to sort of make people get in there, make people log in, look at their teams, 
um, see who has the designation that they could move around or if they have to make a roster move based off of that. Yeah, and that's something that we we talked a little bit about last week with, uh, I think it was last week, with rollover lineups. Yeah, something like um, that. I mean, we talked about that. I don't remember what it was, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all just gets blurred together. But, you know, it, it's... The, just you know the fact that people have to go set their they have to go you know um set their lineups every single week uh you have to you know you have to clear up any uh roster violations mm-hmm. um you know you have to satisfy those and yeah i mean this kind of goes right along with it the idea even if it's you know even like set aside the roster violation just the fact that you know, you had a player on IR and now you could potentially use them, you know? So yeah, there's, there's all these different ways to kind of, like you say, you you know, (laughs) I like that we're tricking people now. That's pretty fun, but you know, we're, we're just (laughs) kind of, there is a certain amount of it, you know, that's, that, that, that is part of our job, honestly, but you know, you're just kind of hurting people a little bit towards, um, you know, staying active and, and keeping up with their roster. So, you know, that there's definitely something to be said there too. And, you know, if you allow players who are, who are only out for one week to go on IR, I think that, you know, you're going to get a little bit more, uh, you know, that roster is going to get a little bit more contact on a yeah. weekly basis. So, you right, know, it's so not take all of that and tie it back to how many IR spots do you actually like? Um, I think that generally speaking, I'm, I'm with you. I don't really, and, and for me, it's just kind of the fact that like, even like in the worst case scenario, I like it's because it's entirely possible for a team to just get absolutely ravaged with bad luck is my record. Seven really? one time, seven guys on the IR. So somewhere in that neighborhood is probably is probably I I. But I honestly, just and this is just this is just the pessimist in me. This is mm-hmm. and this is the the you know the skeptic and the uh, like I you know the self deprecating. Uh, just I just know what my luck is, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point I'm gonna shatter your record. So I'm gonna go like a little beyond that. If you say seven is the most you've ever seen on IR at once, I'm gonna say all right. Well, at some point I'm probably gonna have ten <laughs> of my freaking players, <laughs> and they're gonna be all of them, my ten best uh, players. Your ten, your, your starting lineup of ten guys. <laughs> all of the IR. They they were on a bus going somewhere, like to the, <laughs> and just. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some kind of terrorist attack or something on my I gonna, roster. I was going to say, like in uh, Billy Madison, the bus drove over a banana peel, then off a cliff. So, here, like, this is kind of like my wrap up question. Do you think that the smaller the active roster, the larger the IR you should have? Um, or no. are you just think... like straight up, if you're having a small roster, it's because you are not touching this waiver wire and it's staying small regardless? Yeah. Yeah, so the goal of small rosters. Yeah, I think smaller roster, smaller IR. Okay. Um, just because, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we want people making weekly decisions based on what's available on waivers. And that includes, you know, who's staying on your roster. Um, so, 
you know, I, I want people making tough decisions every week. If I, if I have small rosters. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, you know, I, I, you know, talking about the sweet spot, it, it's, uh, I mean, I, I think that it's probably just unlimited IR. Well, I mean, um, that, no, there's going to be so many people that won't like that. I can tell you right away that. Really? People, that, yeah. Uh, Why? A lot of people want control. A lot of people don't want it to be too easy. Yeah. Like I know whenever I put, whenever I put about me commissioning on Twitter, <laughs> I get a lot of blowback because like the point of the Tradex leagues are for fun. I'm not going to be too hard on anyone about anything. And then there's a couple of guys like, no, but in my $300 league, you're never going to do that. Like, no, of course not. So there's a big difference between $300 and 42. Like, huh. so, and, and then there's people that are like, are the integrity of the game. And I, I well, I, I'm, I'm making like mean sounds for these people, but you know, <laughs> because compared to me, it is kind of mean sounding. Um, I, I don't think most people are going to want unlimited. I think the sweet spot really is around that four mark. I think two is not enough. And mm-hmm. I love unlimited four seems to be where I have like one or two guys on my roster that I still have the eye next to their name. And while that sucks, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and I think that's fine for, like I said, for a larger roster. I mean, I think I think that where you can really control this, and and like okay, I said, so hold on, let's do the sweet spot. The sweet spot yeah. between us was like twenty eight roster spots. So the yeah. sweet spot between what I said two was too little, four is too much. Let's do, bam, sweet spot three. Okay, <laughs> I have a hard time calling that the sweet spot, man. It doesn't. Hey, just doesn't because feel it, like the sweet spot isn't always a comfortable thing. It's just it's the middle. It's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say, I mean, you know, last word from me on, on this is where like, rather than, you know, taking that control with the number of IR spots, I think that you take that control with the, uh, you know, the IR designation where you can use that. And again, I mean, you know, I think for me, uh, you know, they have to be on IR or suspended. Um, it's gotta be, you know, so you could have had Josh Gordon on your IR for the past like six years, minus like four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh man, the amount of time Ortavis Bryan was on my uh, IR when the leagues allowed at the F over there. Like, yeah, exactly. So that's what kept those two guys on my rosters for so long. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at this point, they might as well just have their own designation entirely. Like, you've got IR, you've got Taxi, and you've got the Josh Gordon, Martavis Bryant. Like Justin Blackman, sus- we need suspended to, indefinitely. There's going to be a W for it's like the weed designation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the 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 dum dum designation. Ooh, never. Oh, yep. There's E for <laughs> Dapple, two Ds for dum dum. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I again, I like I think that that's where you can you can really kind of legislate, you know. Um, a, a little bit more, you know, need for need for activity is with how you use the designation way more than, you know, how many spots you allow. But, yeah, that's fair. Um, right, so I got about like five minutes before I have to go to a meeting that my inconsiderate boss um, <laughs> brought up. So, I mean, to me, talking about taxi squads kind of quick anyway. Okay. In my mind, there are three reasons to have a taxi squad. Contracts, if you play in a league that has contracts, because mm-hmm. if you put a guy in taxi squad, usually their contracts don't run or you don't even have to set one. Mm-hmm. 
if you use potential, <clears throat> excuse me, if you use potential points for anything, for draft order, for playoffs, for seeding, for anything, <laughs> I think you should have a place where you can throw someone where those points won't count. Another reason that the Taxi Squad is, is not part of the active roster because potential points is from your active roster. And three is for the fun of it, and especially if you include stealing players from Taxi Squads. That's the reason there are Taxi Squads in the Trade Addicts Leagues. When I first created it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. That's going to be awesome. I never found a way to make it work, and then I just never got rid of the taxi squads. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's the honest truth about it. Like To me, those are the three reasons to ever have a taxi squad. And it, Man. yeah, I mean, that's really about it. Like uh, We have four, I want to say, uh -huh. in the Trade Addicts Leagues, and it's really just for the hell of it. So, you know, item number so <laughs> <laughs> so wait are you in the camp of you know if uh, it, rather than adding a taxi squad spot just add another bench spot see i like taxi squad okay let me go back be careful by the way because i hate that argument what i i hate the i hate the whole yeah why not just instead of adding a taxi squad spot why not just add another bench spot I don't agree with that part. No, I, and, I, I, and I don't want us to go over time arguing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, no, I, I think about, I like having the inactive roster spots specific. So yeah. I, I'm not a fan of like, oh, let's Thank just you. raise the active roster for. But what I was going to say is, it's a, it also depends a little bit how you feel about tanking, mm -hmm. because I had a team in the trade addicts leagues that had Clyde Edwards Hilaire on his taxi squad the entire year. Yeah, I mean. In the long run, it wouldn't have really hurt him all that bad because CEH didn't do that great, but it's inactive. It's it's technically not tanking because it's not like he's not starting someone on his active roster that he should obviously be starting. Um, mm -hmm. I I saw a couple of teams have Saquon on their taxi squad, you know, and it's something you're sort of if you are against tanking completely but still have a taxi squad, that's sort mm -hmm. of on you. That to me, those two things don't jive together unless you have contracts and unless you have stealing from taxi squads. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. Um, okay, real, wait, real quick. Yeah. How many years do you allow players to be on the taxi squad for? I think that's the one question I almost ignored. So, I, I, I mean, I always do one, but man, it's, it's a little tempting to bump that up to two. I do too. Yeah. Rookie and sophomore year, they're allowed on the taxi squad. Yeah. I mean, is there is there a, a, an argument against it that I'm not aware of? About what, bumping it up to two? Yeah. No. Again, the only thing you're going to come up against is people saying, well, they should be on your active roster. You should just be dropping them at that point. Mm -hmm. And that means they're just not behind the idea of a taxi squad in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of like I I mean we always do I I've I've kind of spent a little bit of time uh reading really kind of about philosophy um reading Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened there, but somehow that's the rabbit hole I went down and I'm applying it to fantasy football. But I mean, you know, really kind of talking about uh first principle thinking and you know, que the the old Scott Fish saying, "Question the why." I love that, and I I put it in those terms all the time. 
And I'm just thinking about, I mean, what we all do is one year rookies on taxi squad for one year. And I'm just like, why? Like what, what happens in that one year that's going to help you make a decision on that player? I mean, Devontae Adams, man, how many people missed right. out on him? <laughs> you know, because he had a really bad, really bad second year. But if I had mm. taxi squads, he's sitting there. Yeah. Pat Mahomes, I, man, so, some people might have dropped Pat Mahomes in a, you know, if you had a smaller bench and, you know, only one year eligibility on taxi. I, <laughs> it's only a one, it was a one QB league, but I dropped Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. Quarterbacks and well, wide receivers. His, we didn't, we didn't have taxi squads. It was before his rookie year. Just figured I would yeah. specify because clearly three weeks in, we knew that we should be keeping him. Um, right. Yeah, anytime someone, like I ask a question and they said, well, that's the way it's, no, stop talking. <laughs> no, that is not an acceptable answer. It's not the way it's always been done answer. is not an acceptable answer. Yeah, if, if it's the way you want to do it, that's fine. But there you yeah, go. Don't, don't tell me that if it, that's... If you're comfortable, that's a little bit more of something I can work with. Right. But the way it's always been done, I, I stop people in the middle of that sentence. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the so, I mean, wide receivers specifically for me, like if you don't have taxi squad and especially if you don't give them that extra year of eligibility, you, it, it, it makes it really hard to wait on those guys. Yep. They're going to, and they're going to end up on waivers at some point. And I mean, for me, you know, for those smaller, those smaller leagues, I act like this is the only way I play and it's not the case at all. But, you know, for those leagues where I'm kind of driving activity to waivers, that's great. You yep. know, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy to see a second year wide receiver primed for a breakout, just sitting on waivers. Yeah. But you know, for those leagues where we, you know, for a true dynasty league where we want to be able to, you know, see it through with a player. I mean, you've got to have the ability to wait a year, yeah. sometimes two, depending on the position and depending on the player. So um, I don't know if we really gave an answer. I know that we need to get out of here. Is there a is there a sweet spot real quick from you on Taxi Squad? No, because again, it depends on which three of those reasons you're using the Taxi Squad. I think we'll try and pick a sweet spot. We'll start next episode finishing up the Taxi Squad conversation because I'm sure upstairs. I'm going to be ignoring my boss on our conference call and I'm going to think of something I should have said. So <laughs> don't like half highlight ha highlight the word taxi but not the word squad so we remember just to go back to that a little bit okay i'll do that um yeah that works then and uh yeah we'll pick it back up maybe we'll have to get to this a little bit sooner um uh, maybe we won't wait a full two weeks no uh, we'll, we'll, we'll set up something for next week yeah yeah that sounds good all right in that case then let's adjourn this meeting for now of the commissioner's office of Superflex city thanks russ you didn't buy a gavel yet. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Need one that squeaks when you bang it. I just got a puppy. I got some chew toys upstairs. <laughs> nice.